Hey, well, I am excited to, um, to be able to hand the meeting over to our very first speaker. So tonight we've got, we've got Debs Murphy, and, uh, and then we've got Kathy Gawler coming up later. So give, come and give a real great Hope Center family welcome to Debs. Thanks so much, Debs. Oh, hey, by the way, by the way, we need to be vocal. And uh, so, okay, so we need some encouragement and we need to be vocal. So don't be a Presbyterian church. Remember that you're Pentecostals. So good. Oh, I love being here at Hope Center. It is so good just to, for all of you, I love being with all of you guys and awesome pastors who just create a space and go, yep, Jesus, you are awesome and we unashamedly love you. Um, And yeah, so Holy Spirit, we just thank you for your presence here tonight. We thank you that you're so real, that you are so good, and that you're doing amazing things in our world at the moment. And we just, we just welcome you, and we just say, yeah, we want to meet with you afresh tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, yeah, I'm excited to speak, because about two months ago, I was thinking a lot about that verse um, where Jesus said in John, and he said, truly, truly, I say to you, greater things then you, this you will do because I go to the Father. And um, I'm sure you agree with me that Jesus did some pretty great things, like raised a person from the dead when they were four days dead, <laughs> or like finds the most um, basically bound, scary person who is so oppressed by demonic things that the whole entire city is scared of them. And like he goes out and finds them and delivers them. Or he just walks around the street and he's always doing good and healing people. And I'm like, Flat, that is so cool. Like, this is a promise in the Bible for every single one of us who believe that we get to do greater things because he's gone to the Father and the Holy Spirit is with us. Um, so it's cool. I was just thinking about it. And then I just felt the Holy Spirit totally flip it on me. And he took me to like 1 Corinthians 13. And he said, he just reminded me, now abide faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And I, I just got so hit by it. I was like, whoa, what if the greater thing is love? Like, God is love, and perfect love casts out all fear. And then he took me to John 17. He said, you know, like, when there's unity and when there's love for each other, then the world will know that Jesus is the one who has come from the Father. And uh, I just started to get quite excited. I was like, wow, like, you know, sometimes you think about greater things and you're like, oh, that seems quite unattainable, but I believe the Holy Spirit's in me and we'll do it. Um, But love is something so achievable because love, we can find the definition of it in 1 Corinthians 13. And it's really simple But when you actually think about doing it, sometimes you're like, whoa, that like, I actually do need the supernatural power of God to be patient sometimes or to be kind or to be, um, yeah, all the the other things that are listed here. So if you want to turn with me to 1 Corinthians 13, we'll have a little read through that. Because sometimes in the world these days, love gets such a different definition to what God has actually given it. And um, I think it's good for us to remind ourselves of what it is. So in verse 4 it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. 
It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. Love never fails. And I just, yeah, I just get so excited because I'm like, wow, like, when you really love people well, um, like, the world is going to change. The world around us is going to change. And I am, yeah, just signs and wonders follow. When you love well, signs and wonders follow (laughs) because God is love and his goodness just, he loves to be good to people and he loves to use us, which is ridiculous, but such a privilege. Um, And one story, which I think is kind of cool because it shows a lot of your humanity, but then shows God as well. Um, In 2013, I was doing the census delivery. So you walk around houses and you give them their papers and whatever. And um, I turned up to this one house and it was quite, I don't know, overgrown and the front door was all boarded up. And I was like, oh, how am I going to give the papers to these people? Because you have to hand deliver it, like you're not to leave it in the mailbox. And so I like look around the back and I find this door and I knock on the door and... um, out comes this older lady and she is not happy when she sees my bag with the census papers and she's like, ah, the stupid government, rah, 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 rah. No, I'm not going to do the census papers. I refuse, blah, blah, blah. And she's going for it. And I'm like, um, you really want to because you're going to get a big fine if you don't. Like, um, But she's really upset. And then she just starts to get into another story and she's like, and you know what? I hate the healthcare system too because I got cancer and the doctors are taking a whole week to see me before they operate and this just isn't good enough. And, you know, like, it became so clear that under all the anger and under all everything else, there was fear there and there was fear of her dying and it seemed like her family situation was hard and her dying alone. And and all of a sudden I realised... There's only one person that I know who can really help you right now, and that's Jesus. And I'm kind of like thinking in through my head is going, we didn't hire Norman the Mormon. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, I don't think there's anything else I can do. So I take off my bag and I put it down. And I just said to her, look, I believe in Jesus and I believe that he cares about you and that he heals. Like, if you want me to pray for you, I will. And she just looked at me, like, with these huge eyes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're going to run me off your property. You haven't been happy. <laughs> and she just grabs me and pulls me into her um, kitchen area, which is the second rule that you're not meant to break. Don't go into people's homes. <laughs> and then um, and she's like, oh, my goodness, you won't believe what I just heard this morning. And she rustles around. There's dishes everywhere. And she finds this little brown piece of paper. And on the paper... She had heard this voice speak to her that morning. And the voice had said, Christ, the silent answer to every prayer. And then on another piece of paper, she had written like this big spiel about faith. And it wasn't a verse, but it was 100% like good stuff. And it was just so cool. Like I got to pray with her and then I left. And and I just walked away with so much joy because I was like, oh my goodness, I so easily would have walked away from that moment thinking, oh no, there's too many, too many rules broken, too many inconveniences. But like God had set her up. He had set me up. Like he had gone before, he had prepped her heart. He's like, I'm going to get one of my kids to walk into this situation to pray for her and tell her about me. And um, then two weeks later, I go to pick up the papers and She's like, has filled them out, which is great, with lots of graffiti about not liking the government over it, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, And then 
you know, at the end, I kind of said, oh, how did your, like, operation go? And, um, and she said, oh, you won't believe it, the incompetent doctor. She's like, I went and they said there were no lumps, that they were all gone. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, that's great, but she's quite angry about it. <laughs> and she said, she said, oh, she's like, no, no, they just can't find them. I know they're there. I'm going to get a second opinion. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you don't think, like, God could have healed it, do you? She's like, and she paused for a second. Obviously, the sport hadn't quite crossed her mind. And then she said, no, 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 I'm sure they're still there. <laughs> so I thought, oh, well. <laughs> went on my way. And then about six months later, I walked past and she called out to me and she said, you know, there's no lumps. I actually think God healed me. And like, Jesus is so kind and he cares so much about every single person. And um, I love the fact that we get to partner with him. Like, there's so much joy in that. Um, and yeah, like even just another one story, which I think so demonstrates how kind God is to people. But um, he, I was, I'm a midwife, so I was running a clinic and um, it was getting towards the end of the day and you're kind of busy, you've been talking all day, Moni will know, <laughs> she's a midwife too, um, and I don't know, I was running late and this lady's here for her appointment and we'd gone for all the checks and everything and then she's talking and talking and then she's like, and so I'm trying to wrap up the appointment and then she's like, uh, so I'm getting like really traumatic dreams, like nightmares every night, is that normal in pregnancy? And I'm like, mm, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and I felt the pull, you know, in my humanity, I'm feeling tired, I feel like I've talked all day, do I really want to open up a whole nother long conversation? But I know, I know the truth is that it's not normal, and I also know the answer, so can I withhold this answer from here if I'm actually going to be a good caring healthcare professional? Um, because when I was between the ages of about 8 and 10, I had free recurrent nightmares that would constantly come. And thank God for parents who teach you how to pray, but they taught me about power in the name of Jesus. And every single night that I prayed, Lord, help me not have any bad dreams, I didn't get any of them. And so I was like, sweet sleep is a gift from our good father. Like, it is a gift. It is a good thing. And this woman isn't a believer, but she, you know, like God created her. He wants her to experience his goodness. In a second, she will be, you know, like if, he, if she encounters his goodness, because his goodness leads us to repentance. Um, and so I just start talking about it with her. I said, look, and we have to be wise, right? So I just said, I don't know if you have a belief system, but um, I know that Jesus was really good to me and he helped me with my sleep to not have any nightmares. And if you're comfortable with it, I'm happy to pray with you. What turned into a massive conversation, it was so good. She was so hungry for God. She just wanted the whole gospel. <laughs> like, it was actually insane. I was like, oh my goodness, you're so much more hungry for God than I am to share to my disgrace. Like, um, but it was so cool. So we prayed for her and then eight weeks later, rechecked in with her about the dreams and they were all gone. And she's like, she was like, I'm reading my Bible every night. <laughs> and I said about the dreams and she's like, oh yeah, of course they're gone. <laughs> she was so like, of course God will do this, like after reading for so long. But um, that God's goodness that he wants to show up is so, so real. And, um, and I just like all week had been thinking a lot about that song or the verse, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And the more we taste of it, the more 
we just we know his character and we leak that out to those around us and um and yeah i just think that it's a beautiful thing that the world so needs because there's a lot of not goodness going on at the moment right there's a lot of people who don't have peace but peace is a gift from the father there's a lot of people who get angry really quickly but you know like when we don't have to get easily angered because we're loving like that is a that shines really bright in your workplace at home wherever you are um so yeah i think it would be really really cool even right now um I think God wants us to taste of his goodness tonight. And like if you're if you're struggling with sleep or with bad dreams, I reckon it would be just really cool right now, even just to get up on your feet where you are and let's just pray and let's just just taste afresh, just receive of the goodness of God that he has for you. Because he cares so much about you. Like he cares, he thinks you're worth fighting for so much that he would die on a cross for you that he would shed his blood for you. And um, yeah, even right now, wherever you are, if that's you, just put your hands out and we just say, welcome, Holy Spirit. We just thank you for the gift of sweet sleep. We just thank you, Lord, that you're a good father and you do good things. So we just command right now every, um, yeah, every oppression on people's sleeps, every night terrors, every sleep anxiety to be lifted off you by the power of the blood. And we just speak the goodness of God, the sweet sleep, the peace of Jesus to fill your sleep. Father, I thank you that you say you give to your beloved even in their sleep. So I just ask right now that you just fill every single person here with just sweet sleep, with dreams, with visions. Oh, we love you, Jesus, and we taste of your goodness afresh tonight. We thank you. We thank you that you're more than enough in every area of our lives. And we trust you, Jesus. Right now where you are, just stand up on your feet and just turn your eyes to heaven and just look at him. He's the good father. He's the one who gives you good gifts. He's the one who laid down his life for you. He's the one who loves you and is looking at you right now and pouring out, pouring out his goodness on your life afresh. Jesus, we love you and we honour you and we welcome you in this place. We welcome you in our city and we welcome you in our nation. Oh, and we taste afresh of your goodness today, Lord. We taste afresh of you. Right now, just look at him and just receive, receive of his goodness, receive of his life. Receive of his peace. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. We welcome you. Oh, would you fill our city with your goodness? Would you fill our lives afresh with your goodness? Oh, we drink of you afresh tonight, Jesus. We drink afresh of you. Oh, we receive your love. We thank you for the love of the Father, the grace of the Lord Jesus, and your constant fellowship, Holy Spirit, with us. Your constant fellowship. Oh, 
Welcome, Holy Spirit. Oh, He knows you. He cares. He cares. 